This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. We're moving into a whole new phase here on the podcast. Last week, we finished up with talking about the crown center, and that was the last of our nine energy centers. And now we're moving into something different. We'll be talking about authorities. And authorities have a lot to do with the energy centers as well. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast or you're brand new, you may want to go back and start from the beginning and listen sequentially because I selected the order of what I'm talking about on here um, in a very particular way. And it's super helpful to know what I've already talked about in the past before jumping in at this point. But the authorities are fascinating because this is what tells you what part of you, what voice inside of you to listen to when making a decision. And I don't know about you, but I am incredibly indecisive and I have really struggled in my life with making decisions and from learning about human design and learning about the different authorities, this has become so much easier for me. So before we jump in to the whole topic of authorities, I do want to go over the review of the week. So I'm clicking over to Apple Podcasts and I'm just going to pick a review at random. I haven't even read this yet. So here we go. This is a five-star review and it's titled, So Happy the Universe Guided Me Here. I am on my journey to become the best version of myself. I've been listening to a lot of self-improvement podcasts and literally today was the first time I've ever heard of human design. I had to find out what my type was, but once I knew, I had no idea what it meant. So I looked up human design podcasts and landed on this one. This was the first podcast that I've listened to from the beginning. I binged the first nine episodes and they've been so helpful in understanding the types and more specifically how to manifest. I'm so fascinated in learning mine and my children's type. Things are starting to make more sense, and I'm super excited to start applying everything I'm learning to become my best self. Madeline's free guides have been super helpful because this is still foreign to me. I've been writing notes as I go along. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. You've gained a loyal listener. Wow. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that incredible review. I'm so grateful. That was a really long detailed one, but you know, you can always write a super short one or even just hit the five stars or whatever stars you want on there. And I am going to be so incredibly grateful. So if that was your review, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Let me know what your username is that you used to write that review. And then you can get a special prize. You either get to ask me a very detailed personal question about your human design chart and I can um, kind of look it up, look into it and send you back a lot of information 
Or if you don't have any deep personal questions, I can send you a recording of your life theme. And I know a lot of you already know your life theme, so that's why I want to open this up, this prize, to offer you a personalized question as well. So if that was you, thank you. Reach out to me. Um, if you don't have Instagram, you can email me at hello at madelinevergreen.com, and I will follow up with you over there. And anybody else who wants to win, you all you need to do is go to Apple Podcasts podcasts and submit a review and you can write something super simple. You can write something really fancy. You can use emojis. You can rate it whatever you want and I'm going to select one each week and hopefully you are the winner. And I also want to let you know that um, you're submitted into this little uh, whatever we're going to call it contest award whatever forever. So I'm not just picking reviews from this past week. If you submitted one even months ago, that's totally fine. I'm just selecting at random. They're not in order. So anyone who's ever written a review is still um, someone who might win. Okay, let's move on and jump into the meat and potatoes of the episode, which is going to be the authorities. So again, authorities are all about how you are supposed to be making decisions unique to you. Because as we've learned in human design, everybody works very differently and everyone is very, very unique. And basically, one size fits all doesn't really work for anybody. So what you want to do to find your authority is go to wherever you like to go to look up your human design chart. And if you're not sure where to go, my favorite place is myhumandesign.com. And then you just put in your birth information and look up your chart. And it's free there. There's a lot of different sites, but that just happens to be my favorite one. And then when you see the description of your chart, look for where it says authorities. And you're going to see a, a number of different possibilities. So the different authorities will show up as either emotional, sacral, splenic, ego, G-center, mental, or no inner authority. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to go over each of those one episode at a time. So today we are starting with emotional authorities. So again, you need to look this up at myhumandesign.com or a different site and look at the, the description of your chart to find out what your authority is. So if you're an emotional or maybe your kids or your spouse or your friends, whoever, you know, I know a lot of you look up lots of people's charts. So whoever's an emotional, that's who we're talking about today. And then we're going to get to the rest of the authorities in each episode moving forward. So what's so interesting about emotional authorities for me is that I am not an emotional. I'm a splenic authority, but my mom is an emotional authority and she did um, kind of try and raise me according to being an emotional. Now, she never knew about human design until recently, and it's not that she knew she was an emotional, but she kind of figured this out for herself and was actually doing it intuitively. And then I remember her always telling me growing up that I should listen to my emotions to help me make a decision, like ask myself, how would I feel if I made that decision? And for me, as somebody who does not have an emotional authority, I never felt like this worked for me. And I just always thought that I was just very indecisive and I just couldn't make it work. So I'm going to come back to that little story a little bit later once you've gotten a better idea of what it means to be an emotional authority. 
So when you see your chart, you would see that big, huge triangle way over on the right that we talked about when we were going over the different energy centers a number of episodes ago. We talked about the solar plexus center. So if it's colored in and defined, and if your description says that you're an emotional, then yes, you are what we call an emotional in human design, not a non-emotional. So remember, just to review back when we talked about what it means to be an emotional, an emotional is somebody who feels their own emotions. Somebody that would be a non-emotional like me is somebody that doesn't have any of their own emotions, but they feel everybody else's emotions and they can be easily conditioned to feel a certain way. So as somebody who is an emotional, you truly feel your own feelings. And part of your purpose for coming here and being a human being in this lifetime is actually to feel what it's like to feel emotion. Because we know that not all beings have emotions. Um, I'm not sure if animals have the emotional range that humans do. Maybe some do, maybe some don't, maybe insects. Also spirits, angels, you know, ghosts, these other kinds of beings supposedly don't get to feel emotion. So part of the human experience is actually to come here and feel emotion. And if you're somebody with an emotional authority, you are supposed to actually listen to your emotions in order to help you make decisions. So you would ask yourself, how would I feel if I made this choice? Like if you're trying to decide if you should take a new job, how does it make me feel when I think about taking this job? Or maybe you want to buy a house. How do I feel when I think about moving into this house? And then listen to words that are truly descriptions of feelings like happy, sad, joyful, rage, those kinds of words. You wouldn't want to twist this around and start saying something like, oh, well, I would feel like it would be a really good decision because it checks all the boxes and it's the right price. It's the right time to move. That is not a feeling. I notice a lot of people do that where they say, I am consulting with my feelings. I feel like this would be the smart choice or I feel like this would be a bad choice because I don't have enough money. Well, that's not a feeling. That would be tapping into logic, which is a completely different authority, a completely different part of you to listen to. So if you're consulting with your feelings, you need to use feelings, words that come up. Like if I move into this house, it makes me feel so excited, so joyful, so like my heart is racing. I feel almost like in love. Or maybe you feel really um, low and kind of cringy, or it makes you feel depressed, those would be feelings. So remember to always ask yourself, how would it make you feel if you're going to make that choice? And then as an emotional, you must always wait until you're cool, calm, and collected before deciding on anything important. So remember that people who have a defined solar plexus or anybody who's an emotional in human design is someone who's going to have these random emotional waves. And you might feel positive or negative emotions coming through randomly. And if that's happening, you must wait until the 
big emotional wave has passed and never make an important decision when you're having a super high or a super low emotion. You've got to be cool, calm, and collected. And just remember that any emotion that you're having truly is yours. So you can trust what you're feeling when you're cool, calm, and collected and you tune in and ask yourself, how would you feel if you made that specific choice? There are four different types of emotional authorities. So this is where it gets a little bit complicated. The rest of the authorities are much simpler than this, but the emotionals actually have four different types. So pull out your human design chart and you're going to start looking for some channels. Now a channel is a connection between two gates. So gates are all those tiny numbers. Like you might be seeing... Uh, 4 or 14 or 47 or 7 or 2. You've got all those numbers on there. And when two of those numbers or two of those gates are connected, that makes a channel. So when you're looking at the solar plexus, remember that that's that big triangle way over on the right side. And I'm going to just quickly say the numbers that are inside that cha- that um, solar plexus so you know exactly what I'm talking about. 36, 22, 37, 6, 49, 55, and 30. So those are all the numbers or all the gates that you'll see inside the solar plexus, which is the emotional center. When one of those numbers is colored in, and then a number from a different energy center that's nearby is colored in, and it makes a line that's colored in in between the two, that is a channel. So when you're looking at your chart, you might see something like the 37 is colored in and then over in that little triangle that's called the ego center, maybe the 40 is colored in. And if those two are colored in, there will be a colored line in between the two, like a bridge. That's called a channel. Or the 6 and then the 59 over in the sacral center might both be colored in and then it would be like that colored bridge in between the two. That would be a channel. But if just one of the gates inside the solar plexus is colored in, and then the opposite one uh, from, uh, it's so hard to explain verbally, but the one that would be connected in a different energy center is not colored in, and only half of that big bridge is colored, that's not a channel. It's just half. So for example... If your 37 in the solar plexus is colored in, but the 40 in the ego is not, that is not a channel. So it has to be a colored in line like a bridge in between the two. And if you're looking at your chart, this should be easier to understand than if you're just listening and you've never heard of channels before. So why I'm talking so much about channels is that you want to look and see if you have any channels coming out of your solar plexus center, and that's going to tell you which type of emotional you are. So for example, if you have the 6 to the 59 channel, then you are called a subtle emotional. So this is one of the four. 
it can be very difficult for you to even notice that you have this quality because your random emotional waves might be so subtle. And you might tend to be afraid of intimacy and have trouble bonding and connecting with people. Now, if you've got the 40 to the 37, then you would be a build-up style emotional. So again, build-up. So your emotional waves slowly build up, and then all of a sudden, it needs to be released. And you might detect a pattern in your emotional waves. So sometimes people with the build-up emotional notice that it happens weekly or daily or monthly or some kind of schedule where it's a routine thing that happens to them, and then they can kind of plan around it. That's pretty interesting. Now take a look again and see if you have either the 10, the, I'm sorry, the 22 to the 12 and or the 55 to the 39. So you could have both of those or one or the other. I'm going to say it again. You could have the 22 to the 12 and or the 55 to the 39. So if that's you, you have a spontaneous emotional authority. So out of the blue, you could have a big emotion that needs releasing and it's not predictable like the buildup. And then the last one would be anybody who's got the 36 to the 35 and or the 30 to the 41. So if this is you, you have the escalator style emotional authority and your emotional wave slowly builds like an escalator and then it just drops off out of nowhere. So it's kind of like an escalator with a drop off at the top. Some emotional authorities have one of those. Some of them have multiple of them. So you're going to have to check your own chart or have a human design reading if this is all too complex. I know for some people, this is where it gets really, really tricky. So don't even worry if you're feeling overwhelmed and you have an emotional authority. It's not the most important thing in the world that you know which one of these four that you have. It's just extra detailed information that I thought I might share. But again, if it's way too tricky, way too confusing, just know that it doesn't matter so much. What matters is that you know that you have an emotional authority and you must be consulting with your emotions to make decisions. So if this is you, what you would not be consulting with when making decisions is instincts, logic, listening to your heart's desires, those types of things. And it is true that we can have different areas of the chart that can help us make decisions. But to keep things very, very simple and basic, you would want to prioritize that you are an emotional authority. So you must have a really, really solid relationship with your emotions and understand your own random emotional waves in order to make a decision. And then don't get wrapped up in believing that everybody should listen to their intuition or that we should all make pro-con lists and use logic because that's just not going to be appropriate for you. And you're always going to make the best decision for you when you consult your emotions. Now, for those who do not have an emotional authority like me, I wanted to make a quick note for you. Never, ever, ever make a decision based off of your emotions. So if this is you, you are a non-emotional or you have an undefined solar plexus. So again, that's like me. 
you do not feel your own emotions and you pick up on everybody else's feelings and can be easily conditioned to feel certain ways. For example, you might have been taught that you should feel grief when somebody dies and you should be sad and you should cry and have a grieving time. But really, that's just conditioning that somebody taught you and it might feel real to you But if you have an undefined solar plexus or you're a non-emotional, it actually is not real for you. You are either picking up on other people's grief or you've been conditioned to feel that. So if that's you and you make a decision based off of how you feel, it will actually be based on how someone else feels or it will be based off of conditioning that you've had. So I'm going to go back to that story that I started with about my mom, that she would oftentimes, you know, really lovingly tell me, you know, listen to how you feel about something and then make your decision. Like when I was trying to decide which college to go to, how would you feel if you chose to go to this one or that one? And that just felt so frustrating for me because as a non-emotional, I felt it all. Like I felt happy and scared and sad and grief and joy and excitement about all the choices. And I feel like that most of the time. And I think that's why I've struggled so much with making decisions because I can feel all of it. I feel everything and I cannot make a decision based off how I feel. So I hope this was helpful for everybody, whether you have an emotional authority or not. Next week, we'll be moving into talking about the sacral authority. So that is all about gut intuition. So fascinating. And if you're listening to this in real time, I hope that you had a beautiful Christmas or Hanukkah or solstice or whatever you celebrate. And we've got New Year's coming up. I'm so pumped because I'm going to be jumping in the lake on New Year's Day. And yes, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where right now it is like negative three degrees outside. It's so cold. We've had a blizzard this week, but I love cold plunging. It is unbelievably addicting. If you've never done it, I'm sure that you think that's nuts. If you have done it, you probably kind of get it. But I'm so excited because a whole bunch of us are going to get in the lake. It's a frozen lake. We're going to jump in like an ice hole or whatever. I don't really know. And then do saunas. And it's going to be a fabulous way to kick off the new year. So I hope you have fun plans for New Year's as well. And also just don't even feel pressure that you need to do things like make New Year's resolutions or make vision boards or do some kind of huge manifestation ritual or do anything. Because remember, everybody is a really unique person and not everything works for everybody. So if you feel drawn to do some kind of New Year's shebang, do it. If you truly don't, then just let it go. Don't put the pressure on. And remember to always think about what is your intention for doing something? Because as we move into this whole new era of life, intentions really matter. And if you're doing something based off of, you know, being impressive or looking smart or appearing to be fun or popular or because you want people to think of you as a certain way, that's just not going to work moving forward. And what really needs to work moving forward is for everybody to do things because it's right for them and to do something because they truly want to and they're truly aligned with it. Learning about the different authorities is going to help you with that so that you can even know what part of you to listen to when making a choice. 
but only do something if it's really right for you. And that goes for all kinds of things. You know, if you're at a party and people are trying to serve you birthday cake and you don't want to eat that, don't eat it. You know, if somebody thinks that you need to make a vision board because that makes you a good manifester and you really don't want to do that and that doesn't work for you, don't do it. So we're moving into a whole new era. And if everybody can get on board with doing what's best for them, the entire world is going to work better and everybody's going to be so much happier and healthier and more successful. So thank you again for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends, with your family, and rate the episode um, or the podcast, write a review, all that stuff. Again, I will catch you all in a week.